Alrighty, folks, we're still pretty early in the regular preseason of fantasy football. So this week, we're kind of taking a look at our crystal balls and we're trying to see into the future a little bit. If you remember, in January, we did our regular season fantasy football awards. So we're going to make some predictions about the guys that we think are going to win those awards. And also, we're going to help you out with the difficult task of naming your team. Let's get to it. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Oh, hello, 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 everybody. I almost did my wrong introduction. Uh, welcome to Run Up the Score. It's What's Donald's. your other introduction? I, I don't have one. That's why I can't believe I messed up the one thing that I do every episode. Hey, everybody. Um, it's Donald, Scott, and Tom. Uh, how's, how's everybody doing? Happy May. It's finally like pretty springy weather. I mean, it's been May. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks for the happy May, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Better late than never. Memorial Day is next weekend. <laughs> I'm still wishing people a happy beginning of May. It's fine. Um, so we've got uh, we've got a really fun episode. May the fourth <laughs> be with. Am I right? <laughs> you know, I was talking with somebody yesterday. It's coming up. <laughs> I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. Like Friday, May fourth was a Friday this year, and they got that new Han Solo movie coming out. Why did that not come out on May fourth? I don't know. Just poor marketing. I guess that's a good idea. It's a good. It's a great idea. Poor foresight. F- fourth sight. Yeah. You could have just said. Oh, that too. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, speaking of wordplay, we're going to be helping out, helping some people out. We've got some uh, early brainstormed ideas that we come up with because this is really what we talk about at least once a week. Is let's come up with some team names. Yeah. Um, we only have so many leagues, and there's only three of us. But we know that some of you out there are kind of just staring at that blank text box where you're like. Oh man, like what am I gonna do? Like I and gotta impress my league. Real quick, with this by year. we only have so many leagues. How many leagues are you guys already in? Five at least. I yeah. Think. Uh, uh, this is gonna be my busiest year yet. I'm, a, I'm up to six already, yeah. and I'm thinking there's gonna. Well, be more. and the I good thing is like, like eight. The cool yeah. thing about us though is we have the built-in excuse of like, well, I could join this league because it's a bit of a different format, so I can just use it as research for the podcast. <laughs> when we vote for, you know, my changes, wallet will be like ten grand lighter, <laughs> but at least I did research for the podcast. That's right. I vote. In these leagues, to, when we set up the rules, just in something that I don't do. Yeah. Like, if there's, like, a vote, it's like, let's go to a two-quarterback league this year. I'm like, uh, yeah, it's yep. a great idea. Yeah, the same I thing for me, that, actually. But, like, I want to do it. I used yeah. to be in a great two-quarterback league. It kind of fizzled out. So, right now, I'm in the market for one. Yeah. DM me. <laughs> yeah, let me know. I'm FF. in for a two-QB yeah. also. I'm in one, so and I'll let you guys know. If or one spots. of those leagues that has the, the super flex where you can play like yeah, the yeah. quarterback. Like you can play two quarterbacks. Is that ever better than two quarterbacks in that league? Well, I th- that's a thing, right? I you think know? some like, teams probably. There yeah, are weeks right. where I would be like, oh, I have to. St-. Like last year, even like Zeke versus the 49ers. If, well, obviously he's going to be a running back. Yeah, you know? I, I, yeah. But you were prepared for Zeke's suspension, <laughs> so yeah. you had so many running backs right. that you had to start all of them that week. Right. right. Of course. Yeah. So you benched him for Tyrod. Yeah. <laughs> um, In classic Tom fashion. Of course. <laughs> Got to start the guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of Zeke, we've got some. Uh, we've got some awards that, uh, and one of us has Zeke winning. A very prominent one. Yeah. Uh, so we we did a we did the awards show. Uh, lots of drops, which was a lot of fun. Um, and we're gonna take a look at that again. So like this is gonna be a drop heavy episode. So for those of you who love the drops, you're getting ton of them. A ton. Get of them. ready. A ton of them. Um, so 
Guys, why don't we do it? Why don't we start off with that one? Let's start off with the award that one of us has Zeke winning with the fantasy MVP. And that's you. It was me? And that's not you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong wagon blast. <laughs> I think Zeke's going to be more focused this year. I, I think that that's the biggest takeaway. I'm, I've been happy with the fact that there's been no noise about Zeke at all this offseason. It seems like he's actually putting the work in. Um, you have to love his potential with no Des Bryant or Jason Witten in the offense anymore. There's going to be a huge reliance on him. And I think he's really going to pull through. He's not going to be that first overall pick. I think he's going to slip, especially once it starts to get closer. I think guys like DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham in your higher PPR leagues are going to jump over him. And whoever gets him in like that sixth or seventh overall pick is going to like has a great chance to get the number one player, and that's why he'll be MVP. And they want to give him the ball in the passing yeah. game more. They've, they've been on the record with that last year. Obviously, there were some struggles built into expanding his role. But this year he's he's lined up for it, so I totally agree. Even in PPR, yeah, and just you know, just think about like how freeing well, it must be that he doesn't have to deal with this whole suspension appeal stuff. Like he can actually focus on football and not need a distraction from football right. this offseason. Except the rumors are a buzz that they want to give Tavon Austin two dozen touches a hey, game. Just ask the Rams how that worked out for them. I mean, I don't believe the it, team that obviously. traded him to the Cowboys because they needed Tavon Austin so badly. It easily could have been a dozen, first well, of all, also, and it could have been you know they misinterpreted. They said one or two dozen. I watched him speak it. Oh yeah, but that's... when you think about it, when you break it down a little bit, let's say it is one dozen. Right. This guy's not as crazy if you say, okay, he's going to return, you know, a few kickoffs, a few punts, get a couple carries, and a couple and catch targets. three or four balls. So it's not that crazy. But yeah. when you say one or two dozen, it's just like such a yeah. A wide range. It's like- and regardless, you know, they're got to be through the air. On the ground, Zeke is obviously rock solid, yeah. proven to be Tavon great. Tavon Austin's not going to vulture Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah, and that brings me to my fantasy MVP of the year, Tavon Austin. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I think it's a – I'll make a short case for it. It's Aaron Rodgers. Um, I just think it's just – if we're going to try to get these right – I may as well launch into the discussion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's real. That's the case. Yeah, right. Let's not forget about him. That's what I'm trying to demonstrate here. Because the mock draft that we did, that people kind of did. He yeah, went I in mean, the fifth round. This is a year where you could get him in the fourth, the fifth, and that's like Aaron Rodgers' beauty territory. Like by that point, I'm definitely tempted. If I see him in the fifth, you, I basically have to pick him. And if you listen to this podcast, you know that I don't enjoy taking a quarterback, but he's such a week to week advantage yeah. that. Yeah, you know, why not? He I think easily I, be the fantasy MVP. I think especially at the fifth. I round. think reaching for Adams and then trying to pair him with Rodgers this year is going to be like That's something nice that could be league winning. So I agree with you fully, Rodgers. It and like you, like, said, like you said, that should be illegal. <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> but uh, I agree with what you said fully because, like you said, the the value is starting to slip. Too far for him, especially in the mock that we did. And you guys said the perfect word for what we consider when we're talking about MVP. Last year, it was Todd Gurley. Why? He had a great year. But also, he had a great year, and he was being drafted in the third round. Ish. Ish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, My guy is currently being drafted in the third round. It's Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. I think that it's just setting up that, you know, we talked about... It was a running joke on this podcast. 
is Christian McCaffrey ever going to score his first NFL touchdown? He was like, he was entering Melvin Gordon territory at one point in his rookie year. And he really started to find his nose for the end zone. He really started to earn Cam Newton's trust, looking for him out of the backfield um, down the stretch there. He played really well down the stretch this year. They got rid of Jonathan Stewart. They got young guys behind him. I think they think that he can really lead this backfield. I know they just picked up CJ Anderson, but I think the quality touches at running back are going to go to Christian McCaffrey. He was a running back too last year. He's being drafted as one this year. I think he can sneak up, be an RB1 value for maybe teams who are waiting on running backs and drafting wide receivers in the first round. You're talking really to like a, a good group yeah. <laughs> if you're picking him as MVP. Yeah. You're not oh, going to yeah. get much uh, much flack for that one. And I, no. I mean, he was flirting with RB1 value last year. Yeah, to be full point PPR, you. he was an RB1. Right. So, and like you said, we were sitting here demanding, like, when are we going to see Chris McCaffrey? He ended up an RB1 still. Yeah. So the the potential for him is unbelievably yep. high if he continues to progress like he did last season. Yep. Some great nicknames going around for him, too. Uh, Derry Sanders is one that I've seen. Wait, why? Because <laughs> he's white, like milk. <laughs> oh, Derry. Yeah, like yeah, Derry yeah. Sanders instead Racist. of Barry Sanders. I don't see color, you know. Like of course not, yeah. yeah. So that's just went over my head. Oh, but sorry. I mean, and Tom's a chocolate milk guy. So when he's thinking dairy, he's thinking <laughs> chocolate milk. He's like Kevin Love, built by chocolate milk. I've been a chocolate milk guy recently, too. Chocolate I've actually gone great. away from it. Too. Do you no. self-make or do you oh, buy no. it? Self-make is just the worst. You have yeah. to go store brand and not even Nesquik. And YooHoo is not even in the conversation. Read the label, folks. It's chocolate drink. Yeah. Look at the grams of protein. It's not eight, which is in your standard cup of milk. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna grams. have to add. Listen, uh, knows. I'm gonna have to add dairy advice to the episode title now. <laughs> Darius um, guys. Speaking of which, <laughs> let's go to our picks for rookie of the year. Wow, I'm great. Let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is not my pick. Uh, my pick is DJ Moore. I'm gonna go with the wide receiver position and okay. uh, in a running back heavy draft, kind of yep. zig at the zag. Love it. I think you'll have good value on him. He was the first receiver Great taken value. in the draft, and uh, he looks to fill the Steve Smith role, right? And uh, of course, that offense goes through Greg Olson, and it, it probably will. But he's getting up there in age. Cam's a young guy. He's gonna to want to establish a rapport with this other young guy. He's already kind of built it with Funchess, and I think DJ Moore has a chance to get out there and uh, run a little crazy. Steve Smith. Gave him his vote of confidence. Yeah, so he sure did. If he's going to try to be Steve Smith, that's a pretty good vote yeah. of confidence to get. I like the, the offense that the uh, Panthers are building. And oh, I another think, Panther. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, and I him. think it kind of sets him up. Like He's set up to be in that role of like explosive playmaking. Yeah. Where they're going to rely on McCaffrey and Olsen for like the first downs, I think, a lot. And in the red zone, those, those are going to be their two guys. And Anderson will be their plow. And... Funches is good, like a, a good possession guy too, but they need that like explosive player, and that's going to be more. So I think that he could have like a really big uh, touchdown type of season, like yeah. long touchdowns. Yeah. I see him. Getting. I like him. Um, I actually am going with Darius Geis. Um, I like him a lot. I'm maybe falling for the footwork video, but I also am falling for his situation. You know, like. Samaj Piran did not do a ton to say, okay, I can go in and be the starter. And they like Jay Gruden went so far as to say that. 
Like right. we are looking at running backs and trying to upgrade that position. So you got to figure Chris Thompson is going to come back here eventually and be the passing down guy, be the specialist, which takes the burden of blocking out of the backfield away from Darius Geis. He's just going to be running the football, getting pass plays designed for him, kind of turning into a bit of a celebrity rookie running back. And so I really like his his value. He's not so high up that you're going to be like basically forced to start him if you get him. I mean, look at what we did with our mock draft episode. We drafted him knowing full well he was going to be a rotational right. flex guy to start. And I think if you can get him at that value and he comes in with a running back to value by the end of the year, you got yourself a great pick and you got yourself what could possibly be the rookie of the year. Now, I think he'll rise up the ranks though, sadly. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be... When, once the 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 videos start to circulate, the like the one we saw and could become like more, a Dalvin Cook from last he's, year. He's a home run hitting type of running back. It seems like he can really hit some big plays. So he, I agree that that's yeah. that's going to appeal to a lot of people. But speaking of which, I think you guys forgot about who got picked the number two overall. Well, right? we didn't, but like I'm and I'm sure people who are listening are like. When are, really they not gonna, yeah. Yeah. Like, when are they going to say the guy's name who they still haven't said? But, I like, like how we're like, going to talk about with the him. awards. Like I got to nominate like Todd Gurley. Like you guys like to give me like so, the no doubters, yeah. you know? And I'm Whatever. I'm cool with that. So um, my pick is Saquon Barkley. Interesting. Oh, it's a wild pick, See, right? There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Well, you know, I, I was thinking about you know which running back is going to score the most fantasy points because that's that's what we primarily deal with here. <laughs> And there is no doubt that this guy, who the general manager said, I'm drafting a Hall of Famer with, he went and drafted a lineman with his next pick, signed Nate Solder, has an offense around him. Saquon Barkley is going to go absolutely insane this year. He's going to see 300 touches, and he's going to be the fantasy rookie of the year. No question, no doubt. It's an easy pick. The only thing holding me back from like just saying, oh, let's just all pick Saquon and move on to a different award I mean, like you're you're spending a front half first round pick to get him. So he has that. You know? Let you no know. way. He's not going to go in the front half of the first round. Well, if we're going to talk about Geis's value might rise, don't you think Saquon's has a pretty good chance to rise too? Yeah, but he's still not going to go in the front half of the first round. He we'll could. see. I guess he. could. I think he has the potential we, to go we there. We are in. He's not going to go ahead of Odell. No. Probably not. But I don't think I, all so. I'm saying is, like, we're putting <laughs> a lot of it. Look, Tom. <laughs> we're putting a lot of investment in a team that hasn't produced a fan, a consistent fantasy running back since Tiki Barber. Right. Good. So, good. I hope that I hope that that means his value stays lower because they're a different team. They don't have the same management. Won't. They have a new coach. They have a new coordinator. They have a new offensive line. There's a lot of differences in their team than in the past couple of years where it seemed like Eli was actually going to be able to throw the ball. Now maybe the new coach is like, eh, he can't really do that throwing thing so good anymore. He's starting to get that that old Manning noodle arm like we've seen in the past. It's Let's hand it to Saquon a lot. <laughs> okay. I mean, because like, our GM did say he's going to be a Hall. Of I'm not hating on Saquon. Like, I he's going to ball. He's probably going to win. He's like the with 60% his value percent favorite in this one. Oh, easily, yeah. yeah. He, like, yeah. and that's not just including the other guys. It's including every rookie. Yeah, yeah. the pie chart is sixty percent Saquon <laughs> yeah. at least. And then, yeah. at, assuming other people, get he has 1%. the opportunity. He has what seems like it's going to be a great situation. Like, how many number? Two picks go to a situation where How many you're like, oh, there's there's back. an experience, right? Exactly, and with an experienced quarterback and ex you know a great receiver and all that type of stuff, a new offensive line. Yeah, 
let's gonna move kill it. it. Let's yeah. move on All right, to the next um, drop. Yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to draft value of the year. Wow, that's a low price. And I'm I figured we should just go to this one because we <laughs> just did the mock drop. draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a low price. Um, we ju- we just did that one, so I figured that it's fresh in our minds. Yeah. So we we basically are basing our, the results of our choices for this award off of the results that we got from our mock draft episode, which dropped last week. Um, Go I'll ahead s- and listen to that yeah. as well. Yeah, we, oh, had, yeah, we had a really out. good team. It's, I it like, withstands I like the, the trial of time it's, for now. It's relatively evergreen. Yeah. That's the good thing about this part of the season and when we're putting out these episodes is they Not a lot much, of news. Yeah, like they're good to go. You yeah. can go back and yeah. uh, knock out You three can binge hours listen to Ruts. Yeah. Des Bryant and DeMarco Murray are like calling each other like, Weren't we like the two best players at our position two or three years ago? On the same team. Nobody, yeah, exactly. And nobody wants to sign us. We're still waiting for it too, but you know, without them making any news, the news is pretty dead right now. Should I tweet the J. Cole meme again? Uh, (laughs) Hold on. You didn't? Oh. Um, So uh, I'll start. I I like where we got Martavis Bryant. And we got him in yeah, a double-digit round. Free, yeah. I think he's he's a home run hitter kind of guy. You're getting him at a value where like you could drop him if he's really not doing that well. But like if he goes off, then that means that you're gonna get somebody in a double-digit round who gave you really good value right. with a young quarterback, hopefully on a team that he's gonna stick around with. You know, maybe for at least part of the ten-year Gruden contract will be <laughs> Martavis Bryant. Like if he gets to half of the Gruden contract, that probably means that he played pretty well yeah, in no those doubt. first couple of years as a Raider. Um, in Oakland and then in Las Vegas. So I like Martavis Bryant. I like where he's going right now. And I, quite frankly, I don't see him climbing too much. I think he uh, might. between now and, and August. He's a touchdown scorer. You I know? think yeah. he might climb because of last year. Like I know he disappointed people last year, but by draft time, he rose from like around this area to like as early as the fourth round. Yeah. I don't Which think he'll make a big I don't think wild. he'll make a jump that far. Me Me neither, Maybe he'll like, get into like eight and nine. He's interesting, though, because he has the ability to score from long ton. touchdowns and in the red zone because of his size and speed and just combination. often because yeah. Amari Cooper doesn't. Well, right. yes. That's correct. Uh, who's going next? I'll go. All right. Um, one of the guys that I noticed, I think I might have even said it during the mock draft when it went off, is like Chris Hogan is going criminally too late right now with the targets lost from Amendola and Brandon Cooks. There's... Deion clearly, Lewis. There's clearly plenty of room for two receivers to succeed in that offense. Edelman is coming off of a torn ACL, and yes, I expect him to recover, but this is this could easily be the Hogan show this year. Yeah. And, you know, Gronk's got injury problems. There's injury problems all over the place with that team, and Hogan could be just awesome. Should the we Chris spoiler, Hogan experience. Yeah, should we spoiler the... the- Oh yeah, that yeah, was one yeah, of the ones we yeah, came yeah. up with the Chris Hogan experience for those of you who are uh, Joe Rogan podcast enthusiasts. Yeah, um, good one. You can also just use your own name like Tom does. I but long-standing team name of yeah. the Tom Hillier. But experience. he's you know he he was showed that ability to score touchdowns last year pretty yeah. well with Brady, and now I think there's even going to be more opportunity for him to score. Sure, Tom, who's yours? I've got Andrew Luck. Uh, I banged Here we the, go. <laughs> said it last year, too. Yeah, I banged on the drum last year big time. Um, but why should I change my opinion? Yeah. It's the same. Same situation. It's literally the same thing. And he might fall even further at this point, right? So right now, if you're going to draft early and you can get this guy super late, it's like, what are you gambling? Yeah. It's like such a good gamble because when he's healthy, he's a top five quarterback. He's still got T.Y. Hilton, who's only a couple years removed from leading the league 
in yards. Yep. Exactly two years. So exactly a couple of years. That's you know that's what that means. Yeah. That's, what, that's what words do. And um, <laughs> you know I just think obviously he's a very talented tight end or he, he's a very talented quarterback. Yeah. They get the two tight ends. He loves Jack Doyle. He's getting Eric Ebron who should be poised to do something. They've needed more a on big, that later. Yeah. They've needed a big guy. And yeah, more on that later. Exactly. Right. I think the Colts are a team that could find a nice groove. And if Andrew Luck's there, I mean, I think he can make it happen with almost anybody. Definitely. Agreed. I think he's, uh, uh, you know, he's always going to be that tempting value because he's he going to be so late. Like yeah. Crazy. He's going to keep falling. Yeah. And the let la- the later he throws, the more he's going to fall. He's yep. a boulder in the draft. He's yeah. just like keeps going down. And once down someone down. sees him past, past like the ninth, then everyone else is like scared to pick him. Yeah. yeah. Which is good for you. Especially if you're drafting, like, not even in a mock draft, you know, real people. Sometimes not everyone is completely informed. And when someone is falling criminally, yeah, they start asking, like, people are like, yo, what is going on with this player? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they can't find any news or they can't do it right enough. And then you're trying to play a cool, like, I don't know. know. Yeah. It's just a draft. I don't know. What do you want to tell you? Yeah. Um, So luck could be a fantasy zombie this year, kind of. Coming back from the dead. So let's get to our picks for Fantasy Zombie of the Year. Because mine is one of Luck's new teammates. It's Eric Ebron, folks. I have always been a believer in the man. I have been questioned as to why I'm a believer in the man. And those those questions are absolutely fair. fair. Um, But, you know, I just think that, you know, hope springs eternal in, in May. And so I'm going with it. I think Eric Ebron catches... At least eight touchdowns this year. We're wow. so far. Go get removed. him, big buddy. We're so far removed from his draft that we forget how high he went. Yeah, yeah. first round, top pick. fifteen pick. Yeah. First round tight end. It happens, but you know there was a lot of hype around this guy. Yeah, no I doubt. remember his rookie year. People were throwing their fifteenth, fourteenth, thirteenth pick on the guy, thinking they might have a gold mine at the. They back might have Gronk. Yeah, no doubt. And the funny thing is, a few years later, it'll be the same thing this year. Yeah. Yep. So. If Still be- free. Yeah, no, if you believe in him, if you're a guy who believes in him, he's a total zombie candidate that uh, you know wakes up. Should have yeah. plenty of opportunity too. Yeah, Tom, who's coming back from the dead this year? Randall Cobb. Mm, I'm like parlaying the uh, the MVP with the zombie with his new with a new Tuddy Buddy combo. Yeah, I mean, let's not think new, about really. it. It's not new. Well, new if you count it's Jimmy new Graham. this year, right? You know what I mean? So it's like they already have this rapport. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers goes down. You get a whole mess of things going on. And we lose Jordy Nelson and we gain Jimmy Graham. But when I say we gain Jimmy Graham, you're thinking, like, you know, this is going to be tough. Jimmy Graham's going to soak up a lot of targets. I don't think he's going to do much of anything between the 20s. And I think that's where you're going to see a lot of Randall Cobb. He has less, you know, 10 touchdown potential as Devontae Adams and Jimmy Graham, but he's got way more, you know, yardage potential and they're still going to throw the ball like gangbusters over there yeah so i think randall cobb is familiar he's a guy who also gets carries he's a guy who they can use in unique ways and i think that he's not done yet you know they're uh, still doing state farm commercials with aaron Rodgers and randall cobb yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're gonna stick around they got some staying power clay matthews is his best friend but he did break his windshield last year so randall cobb would be in his top eight so if um <laughs> on my good MySpace. So <laughs> if if let's say Topical. I'm trying to think of a good one. Like so if if Tyler Eifert's a celebrity tight end, what is Jimmy Graham? Is he like a Kardashian tight end? Yeah, like he's he, like an elevated celebrity where Jimmy, he's just don't you touchdowns. Put that evil on Jimmy Graham. <laughs> he invented it basically. Yeah. Like the co- the term he's was the celebrity in his honor. He's yeah. Oprah. He's Oprah. <laughs> he's Oprah. <laughs> sure. 
Yeah. Oprah's a celebrity. He's like, no, I only score <laughs> touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. guys. I yeah. only give away Mazda X3s to my entire audience. He that is was, a that he didn't is, land. Well, he is a charitable man. He is. Yep. Quite. As anybody who plays in the NFL should be if they're making that kind of money. Agreed. Um, Scott, your zombie. Zombie for me is Corey Davis. Mm, it always nice takes those name. young boys. first uh, first year receivers like a little time to catch on. And uh, Eric Decker, I think, kind of ate into him a little bit now that that experiment was a complete failure. They have a new offense. In what way? That it wasn't good. <laughs> oh, so every way? Got it. Yeah. I mean, they they somehow made the playoffs last year. We brought it up every week. They keep winning. But either way, I think this year they, they know that they need a philosophical kind of change. And I think that's going to be by yeah. featuring this receiver who they use a really high pick on. And... He's going to be going late, I think. Not like yeah. too late. He'll you'll probably have to draft him as like a flex guy, but I think he could be a, a really big hit. Absolutely. Yeah, and we saw it in the NFL playoffs. It didn't really count for much for fantasy unless you were playing uh, daily, but he showed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Definitely. Um, from zombies to the diamonds in the rough. I must find this one, this diamond in the rough. We're going with next year's Aladdin, a guy who's... This is like we, so This is there. a big one, yeah. yeah. So we think these guys are going to have pretty good years next year, and it's going to make their prospects for the year after look really, really good. Yeah, this and next. This Dynasty. and next year. Dynasty drafts. And that's why I picked a... Uh, I'll start. I picked a rookie. I picked Calvin Ridley for the same reason that I'm picking Corey Davis. Uh, I think it's going to take him a year to have him kind of catch on in Atlanta's offense. I think he'll still produce decently this year, but not be amazing because of Julio and Sanu and the other options in that offense. Obviously, the pass catching backs and stuff like that. Hooper. And but next year, I think that Calvin Ridley will be the guy who who really like explodes. On They're going to realize guess. that they got to keep him on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What many people thought and what many people ranked as the number one wide receiver in the draft. Right. Yeah. He was not the first one off the board. Aforementioned. But he's got a great team to learn from. You know, Absolutely. like Sanu has carved out a really good career for himself out of like a lot of people not thinking he was going to make it. And obviously, you've got Julio with the Alabama pedigree and the high round draft picks. And they, pick, they've so. been working out in the offseasons together Perfect. for a couple of years. And, and that's stuff, what too. you want to see from them. Yep. Tom, diamonds? My diamond in the rough. And uh, I do want to preface this by mentioning the guys that were in the category last year, right? So we had. Um, Whoops, just scrolled the wrong direction. Perfect. Nice. Keep it, keep it, keep the struggle. Bo Burnham reference. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, so we had Tariq Cohen, Jared Goff, and Marquise Goodwin, right? So these yeah. guys were good for starting sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not every week, but they were starters in your fantasy lineup. And this year they look very startable. Yeah, they look like full goes, right? So this year, in his pseudo-rookie year because of injury, I'm going to go with Jake Butt, a guy who I've mentioned before. Uh, I think we're going to be looking at hashtag butt stuff 2018 <laughs> early. We're not doing so. We're not doing nickname of the year because we know that butt stuff 2018 is an early contender. And a lot of the nicknames we came up with, you know, they happened organically throughout the yeah, course. We've of the only season. got that. So one. we don't, we've only got one so far. We're going to have plenty. It's yes. a good one. Oh yeah. It's a great one. It's a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you see, but, but of course I was going to stop myself <laughs> even there. Um, so you see rookie tight ends rarely have an impact. I know he's not truly a rookie, but this is sort of his rookie campaign. So I think because he's familiar with the team and he's going to, he's familiar with the playbook at yeah. least. And yeah. I'm sure he's been studying up. They're very Hope excited. So. He's the, a football the, guy. The Broncos account is tweeting about him. Yeah. Know, so are we. Very cool. Um, 
Yeah, we're gonna. I think we're gonna send him a DM and see yeah. what he likes about yeah. the hashtag yeah. stuff 2018 <laughs> We know he's gonna love it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's just a matter of if he gets too many DMs and does. And he's got CRs. Keenum who who goes to the tight ends yeah, yeah. when he feels like throwing some tutters. Exactly. Yeah. So I think he's set up well. Um, so I think he's gonna be a very streamable option this year. I think he's gonna be startable sometimes. Yeah. But in the following year. You're not going to, I don't think he's even going to be in streamable category. I think he's going to be drafted and someone's going to have him on their, their team wire there to wire. You go. All right. Uh, I'm going Calvin Benjamin. Uh, Rocky start and finish to the season. He was having some hand issues in Carolina, uh, some injury issues as well. Gets traded to Buffalo. You know, just had a tough time adjusting because the Bills didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> um, I could see an early struggle for the season with him right now, but he's a big receiver. He might be the kind of guy that Josh Allen sees as his bailout guy when Allen inevitably begin uh, ends the season as their starter because the Browns are not concerned with winning right now. Bills. Uh, the Bills, yeah, sorry. Um, I mean, you could argue the Browns still aren't really too they're concerned gonna, with winning. I mean, they're gonna try more their concerned than last year. More on that later. <laughs> um, but I, I think that Benjamin could be the guy, you know, he was he was he he meshed well with a young Cam Newton. I think he can mesh well with a young Josh Allen. I, I get my Josh's mixed up between Rosen and Allen like way too much, but um, I think he could he could end up getting like a sneaky eight or nine touchdowns this year, yeah, and that sets him up next year as a draftable guy in those in that seventh, eighth, ninth range as your third receiver flex consideration. Totally, I like him. I mm-hmm. can see it. All right, cool. Thanks for agreeing, guys. We'll move on. Yeah, um, whatever, Don. <laughs> uh, this is one where obviously we're going to bring this one back, but we didn't have a chance to yet because you haven't had a waiver wire period yet. But it's time for our waiver wire hero of the year. This is this was a real brain racker. Yeah, this one was tough. Who's going? Who wants it? I was trying to do a stop so that we could do the drop. You just add it, baby. Yeah, I just did. Just um, I'll go on in there, no problem. I'll go first because this was a guy that I said. <laughs> I was texting the three of you, or the, the two of you, I guess the three of you, if I'm referring to myself in the third person. Um, I was texting you saying, I think this guy is going to be part of a two-back system in Philly, and it's Corey Clement, yep. who was not drafted in our um, in our mock, and I thought that that was interesting. I also forgot about him a little bit, but towards the end there, I was like, you know what? We he had so many running backs really by the well. end of that yeah, we had, I mean, we couldn't take another one. <laughs> no. But, like, I think he had a really great finish. He he had a nose for the end zone. He can make some really he great can do some really great things. Great yeah. Super Bowl. And that's certainly stuck in my head. But I think he's a very dynamic player. He could be the Camara to Jay Ajay's Mark Ingram this year if we're going to kind of compare oh, backfields. Tom, huge you obviously, claim. Just a just gigantic claim. Well, I mean, yes, but that's, but that's why we're, we're here. Yeah, for that's him. why that's he's right. my waiver wire hero of the year in May. Let's go. You know, so I, I really like Corkland. I think he's really talented. He's coming into his second year under Doug Peterson's system. I think he can really make a difference for the Eagles again this year. And he's a cool guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think you're 100 percent right on that one. Yeah, it's my darling pick. Clementine. Yeah, he he's a good. If he's going to be going in the last round, it. I'll gladly take him. Perfect. So who's yours, Scott? I'll gladly take Kenny Stills over him, though. Who oh, yeah. who is my uh, hero? Um, he didn't go in our mock draft, and that's what I uh, am basing this off of. And I think that he just has such a good opportunity. Yeah, uh, Jarvis. Over the past couple of years, you know, he had like a thousand targets over the last five years, it seems like. And now those are wide open. Devontae Parker's never played a full season and has never really shown the capability of being a number one receiver. And Kenny Stills, every time they've called upon him 
Every time they've needed him, he's stepped up in this yeah. offense. I think he's going to continue to do that again this year, and it's going to be wire to wire this year, unlike yeah. the years in the past. And the third guy that they have in their wide receiver court, Danny Amendola, has never been healthy for a full season and has never sniffed wide receiver one value. The only other guy they've got is Jakeem Grant, who's basically a a deep threat, and that's basically right. he's like their Ted Ginn, basically. And so I really like it. Like people have been sleeping on Kenny Stills for way too long. He's a he's 25 years old. He's a young guy. He's coming out. He's gotten better every single year. More efficient per target in terms of yardage and, and touchdowns. And right. he's been seeing more of them as his career has gone along. Can you imagine if this guy stayed with Drew Brees too? Yeah, I he know. would be he would be like shooting up our rankings this year. Yeah, but well, I, he's I really gonna, like him. he's on my radar for yeah. sure. Obviously, I mean, this is a wide receiver one. For Potential. all intents and pur- purposes, yeah, on on the on oh, the Dolphins, on the not in fantasy right, purposes right. yet, but like you said, Tom, he could get there. Target share, sure. I mean, yeah. he could he could slide into that Jarvis role. You right. score from deep, that's uh, yeah, and he did it a lot of cool. fantasy points. And he did it with Tannehill and Matt Moore two years ago. He did it with Jay Cutler and Matt Moore t- last year. Right, like this is a guy who can get open for anybody, catch passes from anybody. He's a guy that you want on your team because he's going to lead the Dolphins I'm in targets. This one. He I did. do. He did. <laughs> Hashtag stats. I don't think uh, you guys have seen mine. No, I don't think so either. I didn't announce it either. No. This was the toughest one by far for us to pick, I think. Naheem Hines. Oh. Running back on the Colts. Spell it. N-Y-H-E-I-M. Truly thought you you didn't know. Nailed it. So, good well, job. There you go. <laughs> Sixth grade spelling bee. Stuff. We were all in it. <laughs> it was a star-studded cast, to say the least. And uh, the star-studded cast is not something you can say about the Colts' backfield. No. I think some people are a little high on Marlon Mack, but you've got to consider that he had this shoulder surgery. And I think, you know, in any aggravation of that, any little setback, we can see this guy take over the job, and he's just not being drafted. Yeah. yeah. And I'll I go- mean, maybe in a dynasty draft. I mean, yes, in a dynasty draft, a startup. But, like, he's, you know, you could just put him in a trade right, right. now, and yeah. no one's going to be like, oh, I don't know. I think I'd really like to see week one, see yeah. what they do with Naheem. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the chance is there that he's the guy. And if Andrew Luck is healthy, just like I was talking about before, the, his value will skyrocket. Agreed. I so can go deep on this one, too, if you guys want. Any cult if- with Andrew Luck, cloud of mystery remaining, is going to have amazing potential. Should yeah. I go deep? Go sure. deep, baby. Marlon Mack coming off shoulder surgery. What's the NFL trying to crack down on? Leading with the helmet. If you can't lead with the helmet, what are you going to lead with as a running back? Your shoulders. More exposure <laughs> to his injured shoulder. Just I saying. just think that I think I like it's, it. I think it's. I'm talking myself into both of your, I, your picks. I didn't know how. I didn't know what you meant by going deep. Yeah. But I. There you I, go. I appreciate that. Yeah. And if yeah. <laughs> if Mack goes down, Hines could have 57 varieties of how he gets fantasy points. That's right. That's a ketchup joke. <laughs> Liked it. Try to um, catch up. That was good. What I like about it is that uh, the Relish Colts seem like they're gonna. The Colts seem like they're gonna be losing a lot, and this guy's like a a pass catcher, so he could easily just rack it up in PPR. Yeah, out of North Absolutely. Carolina. Oh, state fun. Oh, even more fun. Still on Tobacco Road. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, from the heroes to the losers, since we keep those two together on our weekly recaps. Let's get to loser of the year. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. I will put my hand up right away and say that I did not want to do this one because I wanted to try and stay as optimistic as possible. But, but the people I was love the losers. People love losers, especially uh, 
Drama, baby. Star-Lord's looking like a pretty big loser uh, whoa, to some people. Whoa, Spoiler alert. Whoa. I'm not saying specifically, but a lot of people might consider Star-Lord the loser of Infinity War. Whoa. Yeah, I know. It's been out for a month. All right, I'm going to sneak a nickname in there now. Okay. Uh, this one I came up with just right, right before we recorded. Buzzer beater, if yeah. you will. Gore Ragnarok. Hey, we, Frank we talk about how Frank Gore stayed around so long, you might call him... Infinity Gore. <laughs> so we got two Marvel-themed Frank Gore team names for you guys. I'm sure we could come up with more if we just really sat on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, um, losers of the year. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. All right. We uh, we collectively so far hate the Raiders. We, we really them. do. We hated them last year I'm trying well. to temper my hate on them, but you guys definitely you got do. got to diversify hate our the portfolio shit there. <laughs> uh, but I just think John Gruden, just being a war... It's kind of like how we were like, you know, there's a chance people will disappoint based on their ADP. Based on the contract, money, length, everything. like The power right, that he yeah, has. The left and right limits, the autonomy that he has, the control over this fail. team. If he fails, it's a huge deal. Mega fail. And he will be the loser of the year yeah. if that team goes belly up. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, seven and nine, yeah, you know, he'll, that's a he'll wear it. possibility with the Broncos looking better on offense, the Chargers, you know, looking to be a playoff threat once again, and the Chiefs, we all think they're going to be the team to beat in that conference. I mean, somebody's got to be last in that division. Gruden's going to be in the grinder. Yeah. It's going to be a be. really interesting division. He might be, yeah. It's the gonna Chargers be really are going to be really tough, too. They are. They always are. Nine and seven, though. Speaking like of someone <laughs> who uh, is getting paid a lot and has a huge contract, who I think is going to be a huge loser this year, is Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love this one. Someone who we, the three of us, have never liked, obviously. In fantasy, tough. he's irrelevant at this point. That but playoff stretch, The reason though. of him being loser of the year is why it's important for us is because it will open the doors to what could be one of the greatest fantasy football quarterbacks of all time in Lamar Jackson. We talked about how much we miss college FanDuel. I mean, just think about Lamar Jackson I think, in that. I think how much would he cost? Twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know like he's gotta be around twelve, but like can't you see them like bumping him up even more? Like Yeah. Like 13, 14? I was going to say 15, not even kidding. But, you know, Joe Flacco is going to have another, like, one of those meh kind of seasons, you know, where he's average, not great. Doesn't throw a touchdown in a complete NFL game. The Ravens will be average, not great. And then it's finally just going to be time where it's been the defense keeping them alive. Flacco, like, alive. Yeah, Yeah. keeping him in, you know, because he can manage the game or whatever. I think this one year, Lamar Jackson's going to learn what he needs to learn and what not to do from watching Joe Flacco for a full season. And maybe a lot of good it's film fine. on that. And I think it's it'll be finally time where the Ravens are like, you know what, Joe? It's over. It's, it's and time. we're, we're yeah. turning the keys over. Yeah. Loser of the year, Flacco. He took his job. He, he took his job. <laughs> We're firing off the drops yeah, here. We got, we got oh, that's so going much. In. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm going with Jameis Winston. This is kind of like a left field pick because I loved him last year. Yeah, I but was like, what? I'm thinking like, you know what? Like fourth year, they got a big decision to make with his contract coming up. What if we? What if this year we kind of see that Jameis is a little fraudulent? I think it's entirely think, possible. You know, but... he's got the toys to play with. With Brait, with Howard, Evans, Godwin, Jackson, uh, Ronald Jones. I mean, at, at some point, if you're not putting that puzzle together, you got to question the puzzle 
put her together. -er. <laughs> that blew you up sound, in my face. No, you actually. Yeah, we're, we're words guys, opinion. like we said before. Yeah, yeah, you are a fiery wordsmith. Um, I gotta say, I don't. It's a it's a crazy pick, which I love. Yeah, but I mean, this I mean, is, I didn't yeah. want to do this pick, so I was like, whatever. No, I don't say whatever. Right. Own it, dude. Fine, you got it. I hope he screws I up. Eye eye on you crab man. Sticks. Well, I mean, it's it's just the Tampa Bay, right? They're so odd. They get. I always say this. They get Revis back in the day. They have him play zone. Right. They get Deshaun Jackson. They don't throw him deep balls. They it's play like, him in the slot. What are they doing, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. And you got to blame somebody, and very often it is the quarterback. I'd like to blame the organization, but you never know what's going well, on. James is a bit too much of a maverick sometimes yeah. for his own good. Um, he's a little reckless. He fumbles, throws interceptions. He does it all on the negative end. So, the defenses are giving a lot tougher in their division, too. Like, the Saints aren't really a joke anymore. The Falcons continue to get their defense better and better. The Panthers' defense has always been good. So it's not like he's going to have it easy. He will have an easier schedule because they weren't too good last year. But in division, he's going to have it tough. Yeah. So it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. And like we're we talking fantasy. So how long have we said... He, oh, this is his year. This is his year. And yeah. he, he never really This is the third it. year in a row. It's going to be the year for James Winston. So you're right there, Donnie. All right, cool. Um, losers can kind of make people desperate. I can't wait for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to bring us to the desperation stream of the year. Despacito. Um, it's not too late on the Despacito hype that we can't play that drop. Right, guys? Absolutely not. All right, good. Banger. Yeah. Bieber never dies. Um, so we took a look at the week 16 schedule, the champ, the ship week right. schedule, and we all have options. And I got to I got to go first on this one because I got to wear this. But I think it's a lesson about how short of a memory fantasy football players need to have, because last week Tom brought up the Patriots defense or whenever it was. Yeah. And I laughed him out of the room. Yeah. But well, now I'm looking. Laugh. It was more anger. Yeah. Maybe. I was blown away that yeah. I got attacked as But as now such. <laughs> I'm looking and I'm seeing the Patriots play Buffalo week 16. That could be complete Buffalo mid-tank. We pull our starters. Shady's got a nicked up ankle. We're not playing him after the second quarter. Don't speak like that. <laughs> Josh Allen is tall. You know, just all of these things working against the Bills. And they play the Patriots who are probably – as we all know, going to be looking to lock up the number one seed in the AFC yet again, looking to lock up the AFC East crown yet again, looking to lock up, you know, goat status for Tom Brady a little bit more than they already have. And so uh, Gronk in Buffalo. Gronk in Buffalo. He's a party boy. A little fight action going on. Yeah. yeah. He loves it. Yeah. He hams it up for the hometown folk. Of course. <laughs> so for the why mafia. not throw the Pats D up against a team with – whether it's McCarron or Allen at this point, an unproven quarterback, a weak supporting cast of receivers, an aging running back who is amazing. The only thing I will say is if it snows during this game, you can't play the Pats D because Shady so in the snow. Yeah, of course it is. It has Don's, to be. Not talking about the snow. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, though, Shady in the snow is... Shady in the snow? He's good. He's Shady always in the he's snow. He's snow yeah. All right. Who's up? You don't have any more facts about that game. <laughs> no, I don't, because it's happening in like it's happening in like fifty weeks from now. Porterell Patterson. <laughs> I'll go. Um, one of our boys, and because we know that we can still go with a tight end against the Browns. Oh, I don't course. care how many pickups they've made, what they did in the draft, what their team looks like. We've got two years of dominant data. In a They're row. the Browns, and they can be beaten by the tight end. And one of the tight ends they can be beaten by. 
is Tyler Croft. No, not Tyler Eifert. We're talking about <laughs> Desperation Week 16. We know Tyler Eifert is not making Week 16. Speculation. He's not even making Week 10. So, <laughs> Speculation. So here comes Croft. I'll allow it. Slotting right in. Thank you. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> so here comes Croft against the Browns, who he lit up last year for, I think it was three total touchdowns three total. in the two games. And he'll get you another one if he has the chance. He I love it. Does. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know. He's one of our boys. Yeah. And he's always our boy versus the Browns. Yes. This always. Is like, this is like target practice. Like week 16, <laughs> Bengals play the Browns. Write it down. I can't get enough of like driving home the point that the Browns have yeah, been bad against so the much fun. I, I just hope that Can we it still target the, the Giants Me this too. year? Re- that will remain to be seen. Okay. But the Browns, we have an yeah. extended view yeah. on, and it's just still yeah. wide open. Uh, billions speaking and of the Giants. And billions. My. Uh, my stream of the year, Eli Manning. Yes. Oh my God. In the ship, week 16, versus the doo doo Colts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you want to talk, someone might not make it all season. I know I was baking that in earlier. Andrew Luck might not have uh, had yeah. a successful campaign, but you used the late round pick on him, so don't worry. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. It's fine. And the Colts are you packing it in. You can pick up Eli. In. The Colts are packing it in. They're horrible against what position? Forever? Titans. The running back. Oh, the running back, of course, though. Yeah, I'm running back, sorry. Saquon. Right. Just catch one out of the backfield. <whistles> Goodbye. Glory. That's Eli Manning touchdown There's right one there. for you. There's one. You don't think Odell can torch them? There's oh. another. Oh, yeah. Easy, easy one. Maybe two. And you know what, Don? You're not wrong. They've been pretty crappy against the tight end. Let's, Evan let's, Ingram. Let's, let's give Aaron Ing- Evan Ingram one. So that's three touchdowns right there that you can lock in. <laughs> for <laughs> week 16. Speculation. <laughs> I mean, they give it up. There's yeah. no doubt about it. They haven't been yeah. a good defense in a long, long time. And I do want to drive home the point that Eli Manning is back in the streaming conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Something that I wanted to bring up. This is big for fantasy football players. <laughs> Good. Great. This is Gambling on sports. <laughs> Supreme Court's decision. This happened after we recorded. That's a, this is going to be a big deal uh, for teams going forward. So I'm, I'm interested to see like, some of the prop bets. And like, I don't know. I don't know why that came up. With the Colts, but well, it's relevant. Oh, pr- good prop bet would be: Does Andrew Luck play in Week 16 of this game or in this game? Well, over under Eli two and a half touchdowns. Over yeah. three. Hammer the over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely noteworthy in a podcast of this ilk. But uh, I definitely think that the Eli we do Manning, run two different prop bet pools during the season. Yeah, Eli Manning Week 16 lock. Don't it tell in. Vegas though. Hey, you know what? Maybe you take that late draft pick on Andrew yeah. Luck. And who do you get to fill in for him later in the year? Eli Manning against Eli him. Manning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, we'll go to the last one. It's our Instagram content <laughs> super factory. Uh, it's man catcher the year. You know who's a man? Me. I'm a man. So you talk about speculation, and we're speculating about the guy who is going to make the best catch all season before the preseason, before mini camp, and a photographer has to capture it beautifully. Right. Yes, right. It's so an you Instagram have to, friendly shot. So to me, you have to have one of the guys who is going to be followed by the cameras. You got to have the guy who's going to be in the spotlight and who's making the big plays. That narrows that list down just a little bit to a select few. To me, DeAndre Hopkins is the one. He's got the hands. He's got the publicity. He's got the glitz and the glam. Houston's the quarterback. Gonna, Houston's got a lot of buzz about him. As soon as he makes a big catch, there will be a guy there ready to capture that person. He's moment. earned the weekly honor before. Yes, yes well, he has. Yes. So Week he's, 17. He's, he's been there. Yes. He yeah. knows what it takes. He yeah. knows what it takes to get on the grandest stage of them all. Hashtag Man Catch Monday on yes. the Ruts account. Yes. <laughs> Well, 
I mean, I'm going with him. Man, catch Marvin. He's got the skills. He's got the speed. He's, he's been got there the too. Hops, he's got the hands. He's got the quarterback willing to just throw up 50-50 balls to him. Love it. And that's where Man Catch Marvin butters his bread in the Man Catch Monday department, pulling the ball out of guys' hands, just saying, I'm more of a man than you are. Give me that ball. Six, tutty, game over. Man Catch Marvin. Let's do this. <laughs> the only man he's a junior to is Marvin his, Jones. Yes, that's right. The only but he one juniors he's got corners. Number. Yeah, he suns them. For a living. And uh, mine, Alshon Jeffrey, a guy I've always liked. Didn't win yes. the award last year. No, I don't. But I'm not even that sure. That makes he, him uh, even a sneakier pick. Yeah, what I really liked about him in his uh, his Super Bowl post game interview, he was just manly. Oh yeah. yeah, he was out there calling you out. He's got the swagger now. There's no doubt about it. And he gets up there. He's the big guy making little guys look even littler. Oh, so yeah. when he goes out there and he gets targeted in the red zone, you know, they used to say, oh, Alshon, he's always hurt. He's always hurt. Last year, he played through some injury. Right. He's a new man out there. Right. He played through his shoulder injury, which affected his man catch radius. Yeah. So now that he has full range of motion, who knows? The yeah. sky's the limit. And on the Bears, he knew he wasn't making the playoffs. He was packing it in. And now... They know that he's got a deep run ahead of him, and he's got a lot of potential to just get up there and make some beautiful catches. I love it. I love, love it. Tutties. All right, so those are our awards. Uh, award season has come and gone, although the Billboard Music Awards, very uh, prestigious evening of God knows what. We're up not watching only, it. Up only your alley. Yeah, up only my alley. Yes. Yeah, but um, but anyway, um, we also have a f- we have about uh, ten minutes left of our normal episode runtime, so we thought we'd uh, we thought we'd run through. Uh, some some team names for you guys, and we've been kind of sprinkling them in here uh, for a little while. I my favorite going into this year, and I I will be damned if I'm not using this one somewhere. It's Post Mahomes, and Tom, you did a great job for me. You've already photoshopped Post Malone's face tattoos <laughs> onto a picture of Pat Mahomes and to hair. really drive home the yes. point, and po- and Post Malone's hair. Um, so I, I can't let that effort go unused it will be a team name it's i'm just not sure which one yet because i got to see which one of my teams ends up getting pat mahomes because i'm sure i'm going to end up with him somewhere yeah or some chiefs or some you're chiefs. you're yeah. just a high kelsey candidate i am yeah, i almost no picked doubt. kelsey as my mvp yeah that is a that was a, that would have been a cool one would have been a take i think you guys will like this one gruden's grinders yeah <laughs> yeah of course how could you not well just because you guys hate him well, <laughs> I thought that'd be funny but yeah I mean but to throw it back into you know into his face is always a good is always a good yeah thing. you got to use an underused Raider on that yeah. team yeah that's like, like you gotta have like Ryan Switzer even, yeah <laughs> or the Raider, Andre okay. Washington Raiders Washington. D wire to wire yeah <laughs> um horrible pick yeah I like um oh I forgot what I was gonna say anyway, all right I'll take um, the yeah, go ahead. we got um there's something about Demarius. Nice one. Of course, yeah. You know? um, Tyreek at the disco. <laughs> Where did this come from? Where? Like, how did you get Panic at the Disco to Tyreek at the it Disco? It looks like it. It does? Eh, no, it doesn't, actually. Okay. But it's good enough for me. I like it. Tariq. I mean, Tariq. Like Tariq Cohen. I was, that's looks where I actually like was born panique. out of it, because it looks like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. oh, Okay, because we're ending with a with, a, yeah. with the cuss. Okay. I'm, if, it's, a I'm, visual, I'm there now. it's a visual one. How about Carry On My Wayward Son? Yeah, of I, course, think, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think we're going to see a lot of Geist Geist Baby. Oh, good yeah, one. Good but one. I think yep. I just think we're gonna see too much of that. Yep. Which is it brings me to like, you know, don't name we your gotta, team. We gotta retire for, some team yeah. names, so let's get those out out of the out there. Um It hurts when Eifert. I've yeah. seen that in three different <laughs> leagues in three different years. It's funny, sure. 
but it's over. My ball, Zach Ertz. Yeah, like yes. just avoid the Ertz names unless they're yeah. new. Yeah, unless you can come up with something a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, like somewhere over Dwayne Bow, like you're done. Like well, you should get kicked oh, out of the league for done, using yeah. that. Yeah, he's long um, gone. And turned down for Watt, sadly. Yeah. The team yeah. name that Scott used back in the day quite successfully. Yes. But, I mean, that I song was big in my freshman year of college, yeah. which we are quite far removed from. Which is from. embarrassingly too long ago yeah. now. And I see a turn down for Watt in almost every Oh, league. you know what? It's graduation cap season. It's a big deal. People decorating their college graduation caps with, like, I owe so much money. Why Thanks. is that relevant? I don't know. Team name? <laughs> yeah, that? I guess. Like, people get creative with it. Like, they do with their fantasy team names. <laughs> that was a stretch. Um, oh, we um, Jesus and Miro, the famous <laughs> late-night TV one. show. Uh, Breezes and Camiro. <laughs> I really they're like, on the same team. It's just yeah, awesome. Yeah, oh, I've helps. got another uh, Marvel one with Camara. It was uh, Alvin Gamora. Yeah, perfect. And uh, I'll Photoshop his skin green if you want. Yes, I don't you see color, to. so I'll have to, you know, I'll have to work on that. See, like I feel like Alvin Kamara himself would love that. Oh yeah, you know, Dude, like he would like sure. that's like potential of like Alvin Kamara using that as his like Twitter profile picture for like no an toxic hour. masculinity in no. Alvin Kamara's absolutely court. not. He's no. a he's a he's a high fashion guy. He's uh he's an interesting cat. I like him a lot. He's the little Uzi Vert of the NFL. Oh, that's a great <laughs> take. That's a great take. <laughs> Um, Speaking of those guys, we've yeah. got uh, the Goff Boy Click, which I've already mentioned. If, yes. you're, a, if you're a little Peep fan, right. if you're into the SoundCloud. All six of you out there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got some friends who listen to this podcast, and I pushed little Peep pretty heavy on the yeah, people Yeah, of course. Right. Of I've course. got some enemies who listen to this podcast as well. Oh. All right, guys. I think I have a. I'll unleash my best one that I've come up with so far. Thinking about my Jets. I like this one. Uh, the same darn old Jets. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And uh, my recommendation for that one is you use a GIF if possible, but at least the picture of Julian from Big Daddy. Yeah. Saying the goddamn Jets. Yeah. ESPN lets you yeah. use GIFs, the, so yeah. you can find the GIF on there. That's a that's a good one. That's a good one. I think that's a great one. Yeah. And that's very, very original. Yeah. And absolutely. people will love it because they just love to hate on my poor yeah. Jets. Oh, of you course. know what? Should we retire Beast Mode as a team name? Well, I feel I mean, like I see that pop up everywhere. I think, I mean. Shouldn't like, Beast Mode just retire again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I called him Beast Old in the uh, in the Raiders preview. Well, there was uh, last year with Eddie Lacy having like the weigh-ins, there was Feast Mode. Okay. Or Obese Mode. Right. Uh, which were mean. Yeah. That was mean. But hey, Lacey was out here working hard. Yeah. Oh my God. There's another one. There's an. That's another Christian We're McCaffrey just white poetic here. They call him yeast mode. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you can use that if you really want to. Um, Run CMC was a was a very common was not a very common one, but like I know Scott, you used it and mm-hmm. it kind of was like you have the T-shirt that they were selling about it. And well, yeah, you could like just Google the image and it was already made for you. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was really easy. <laughs> Yeah, um, like melgodaddy.com just popped in my head because we call Melvin Gordon Melgo. That's a really good um, one. Jogodaddy.com. I like that one better. Um, you know, you can't do anything Johnny Football related because he just announced he's playing in Canada. Well, you um, certainly can. Well, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Why not? I, why? He's not in the NFL. Yeah, but do you, do you subscribe to you can't name a team after someone that you don't have? No, not at all. So then, hey, there you go. Okay, I'm sure he's enough. rosterable still in the. I'm ESPN sure he app. will be because I'm sure you know that's just going to be able to. Tony Romo, Tebow, all those characters are still Jeez. in there. Anyone who hasn't like officially Kaepernick, Kaepernick for sure. I would hope so. Yeah, 
you know, if, he, if that could help his collusion case if they took him out of the player pools, but didn't take out like Romo and I mean, I guess so. Else. It would be great to have the first um, legal precedent set on the fantasy football roster yeah. base. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's gonna wrap we'll it up. We'll come up with some if, more. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna have plenty more. We're spinning um, our wheels a little. Bit. Yeah, we yeah. got we, we got some storm clouds <laughs> over our brains right now um, from the uh, from all the brainstorming. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it. Hopefully, is there a uh, Daniels player? Dan- Mike Daniels from the Packers. Well, that's not a really great one. Yeah, I was gonna try to. Ma- you said storm. I was gonna try to make a stormy uh, Daniels. Right. Okay, yeah. All right, that'll do it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Is there a storm player? <laughs> All right, let's um, not run yeah. it up. Yeah, uh, check us out on Twitter at RutsFF. We're also on Instagram at RutsFF. You can keep up with all of us individually on Twitter. Scott is at WagsFF. Tom is at HillierFF. I am at Why So Serious. Once again, our Twitter and Instagram is at RutsFF. We will see you all next Tuesday for some more preseason fun. Uh, rankings very, very close to uh to our ranking summit weekend uh where we lock ourselves in a room for eight straight hours and just don't eat or do anything until we're done recording the rankings episode so those will be fun and uh as loopy as ever um and so we hope everybody hopefully everybody will enjoy those hopefully you enjoyed this episode let us know some team names that you think of we are looking for ruts team names so if you tweet them we'll throw your retweet even if we think secretly that they're bad but we'll never tell you that to your face because we appreciate the time you take to help us make team names based around our podcast we will see everybody next week and until next time keep scoring